We're back with a special episode of the Brick House Podcast. I'm Bob Johnson. And I'm Matt Baker. Bob, it's been a while. How have you been? I went up to Portland with the Ride in the Pine. 27 people go to a Blazers Thunder game. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, there's so many breweries in Portland. There was 30 within walking distance of where we were staying. Yeah. I got through about 18 before I completely blacked out. But uh, my friends told me that I powered through the other 12 like a champ. <laughs> Took me about a week to recover from that trip. Yeah. Just in time for a bachelor party here in L.A. My brother-in-law, Stephen, and his best man, Nick, we're going to have them on the show in a little bit. Great. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds intense. I just sat here and did nothing. Thanks for asking. I yeah. was kind of sick. Actually, you both were kind of sick at one point, too. I was deathly ill. Yeah. But we're back, and we, uh, we've we got a, a great episode. I found something ridiculous on uh, Craigslist this week. Yeah, you have to tell me. You would refuse to tell me before we but started recording. I just Google NBA, you know, and see what's on Craigslist. There's old <laughs> cards for sale, you know, sometimes tickets. Right. I met an NBA agent this way. And uh, this week I found a posting that had NBA in it. It said, single father seeking lactating woman to breastfeed newborn son. Los in, Angeles. In NBA, Craigslist. Here's, the, here's how the post reads. Greetings! <laughs> Exclamation point. Okay. I'm a recently single father with a beautiful newborn son. After giving birth, my son's mother decided she'd rather date an NBA player than stick around to raise a family. Ellipses anyways. I'm looking for a lactating woman to come breastfeed my son three to four times a week and fill a few bottles for the other days. I'm a firm believer that breastfeeding is the healthiest way to feed a newborn. Call me old school. I'm definitely willing to compensate you for your time. If interested, go ahead and reach out via text or email. And feel free to send pics as well, you know, ellipses, to verify that you're actually lactating, of course. <laughs> Signed, sincerely, a concerned father. There's so much going on there. I sent him pictures of my chest. I haven't heard back from him yet. Yes. Yeah, the NBA All-Star game was just in just in town. So maybe <laughs> that's what happened as the, the mother ran off when uh, the, you know, the circus was in town. That's true. <laughs> Just left the kid. Yeah, so this weekend, uh, the bachelor party. Saturday night, we all wore crazy suits to dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, it was like our uh, our wild night on the town. Kind of like uh, the way John Wall has been dressing on the sidelines for the Washington Wizards Yeah, is, game. is every night a bachelor party for John Wall? He seems like he's going to a pimps and hoes convention every time <laughs> I see him on the side. But yeah, we ended up. I ended up getting a thirty-five dollars suit on eBay. Nice. Uh, Stars and stripes was uh, was what it was called. Uh huh. As a special deal from this seller, House of Deals five seventy. If you're ever in need of a a cheap polyester suit, House of Deals it it uh, lives up to what it advertises. I got to pick out my own wear, uh, which is unlike the NBA players this year. Are are, are you aware that Nike is dictating which jerseys the teams play every week really i, I had no idea yeah previously with adidas you know the team the guys on the team would say hey you know we feel like wearing the uh, the black jerseys tonight let's go with those right so this is the first year with nike yeah nike is completely dictating the terms here too in fact just this past week there was a game between i think it was the celtics and memphis where they were both wearing like different shades of blue lack of contrast makes it confusing and now they have to travel with like between uh, 25 and 30 bags you know the equipment managers they used to carry 15 but now they have to have you know all these different jerseys ready to go because they have to bring they just have to bring every single one just because they're at the uh 
the will. You would think of, that they would give him a little more heads up notice, but yeah, they, Nike could put put someone on that. They keep them on their toes. We talked a lot about tanking last week. I saw some stats from uh, the tanking teams just to give our listeners a, a check-in. I saw that the Dallas Mavericks this year have as many wins versus teams with winning records as the San Antonio Spurs. Wow. 13 wins. Wow. The Spurs, you know, famous for not beating themselves. They've been beating all these shitty teams yeah. uh, to get their wins. The Spurs actually went from 8th to 5th to 7th place in the course of like two hours the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I have a nominee for who's winning the tank-offs, Matt. Okay. You know, they're all there's eight teams all competing to be the worst in the league mm-hmm. right now. Somehow, despite uh, the abject failure, the Chicago Bulls are on pace to lead the NBA in attendance for the ninth straight season. Like, is that through the gates or is that tickets sold? Like, do people have to show act? Are people actually showing up to watch it, or is it? I, I like to think of Jerry Reinsdorf as the uh, the senior Lebowski. Yeah, uh, even when the Bulls lose, Reinsdorf wins. <laughs> it's true. You know, kind of in line with the bachelor party theme of this episode, I saw Robin Lopez filmed a YouTube show called The Bulchular. Repeat that. That's The Bulchular. It's like a parody oh, of The Bachelor. Bachelor. I. I was thinking it was like Bone Chiller or some horror movie. And it was classic uh, Robin Lopez. Uh, he was pitted, you know, trying to get the affection of three women, but it was against Benny the Bull, the uh, the mascot of the Chicago Bulls, who Robin Lopez has a, a deep hatred of all mascots <laughs> and an ongoing rivalry. He loses all the women to the mascot. Um, uh, the only it's a deep, terrible show. I wouldn't recommend anyone watch it. Deepens in hatred. I tried to Google it, and I couldn't figure out how to spell Bolchler. Spelled it Boklor. That's not <laughs> even close. So I was doing some research into NBA bachelor parties and just partying in general, you know, for purposes of this podcast. As I predicted, there wasn't a lot of public talk about what's happening, you know, behind the scenes at NBA bachelor parties. You know, these NBA players are living like a bachelor party, you know, every day of their life anyways. Right. Well, we do have we have stories about what happens at at weddings. You remember last year at the videos of was it Kyrie at Steph Curry's wedding making fun of LeBron and Right. Yeah. But we don't have we don't have the stories of the seedy underbelly of the bachelor parties. Yeah, the only bachelor party I could find that had, you know, pictures and, and info about it, Chris Humphreys. Oh, nice. The one to Kim Kardashian? Yeah, Kim and uh, all the Kardashians crashed his bachelor party, actually. On film? For this oh, yeah, TV it's show? On film. Oh, I, uh, I did find a funny Charles Barkley story that I'd never heard before while awesome. looking up, uh, you know, partying in the NBA. So apparently he got pulled over a few years ago and uh, he was pretty drunk. And he ran a stop sign, and he was trying to get out of the... This uh, was in Scottsdale, right? You, you're aware of this story? Well, continue. There's been a few drunk Barkley stories. But go on. He told the cop, quote, that he ran the stop sign because he was in a hurry to pick up the girl I saw get into the passenger seat. He asked me to admit that she was hot and asked me, you know, you want to know the truth? When I told him, he said, I was going to drive around the corner and get a blowjob. He then explained that the that she had given him a blowjob one week earlier and it was one of the best he'd ever had in his life. 
who's trying to explain to the cop, hey, you know, I ran the stop sign, but you have to realize this yeah. is an amazing blowjob right around the corner for yeah. me here. Apparently, uh, Barkley said that he would tattoo his name, the officer's name, on his ass if he let him out of the DUI. Oh, wow. No such luck for Sir Charles. There's a lot of room for that name, Bob. Let's get into this bachelor party game. Let's bring in the uh, the groom, the best man. This is uh, Stephen Alcala Beatty and his best man, Nick. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks. So I was looking for bachelor party games online. They're pretty one-track-minded. You, you, know? you don't say. I got to say. <laughs> uh, they're pretty much just involved, you know, get girls to uh, to give you stuff. You know, kiss on the cheek, a lighter, like a, lap uh, dance. What, like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, it's a scavenger hunt of all women. A bachelor party scavenger hunt. So that didn't really translate to the uh, to the podcast, although I did find one game that I thought we could play. Uh, it's called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I'm going to give you two truths about uh, J.R. Smith and one lie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me which one's which here. Okay. This is good. Two truths and a lie. J.R. Smith drinks coffee with eight creams and eight sugars. J.R. Smith holds the NCAA freshman record for marijuana suspensions. Or J.R. Smith had an Instagram direct message published by one, a young woman he sent it to, to which he said, you trying to get the pipe? <laughs> <laughs> which of these facts is, uh, is in fact a lie from J.R. Smith? The coffee, maybe, but I have no basis, no reason to pick that one. But I'm just going to go with the coffee, cream, and sugar. He does, in fact, take eight creams and eight sugars yeah. in his coffee. So that sounds, that sounds like that a sounds. classic J.R. Smith. Now, the correct answer was he does not have the NCA freshman record for marijuana suspensions because he didn't go to college. Yeah. Uh, I bet if he did, though. That's a trick question. If he did. Yeah, it was really hard to pick. There were so many different J.R. Smith truths to uh, to go from. That uh, that DM exchange, though, was pretty good about trying to get the pipe. I re- this, is, uh, this is how it went down. So J.R. Smith texts this woman, dope, and then she texts him back a smiley face, to which J.R. replies, oh, really? To which she replies, oh, really what? <laughs> smiley face again. To which J.R. replies... You trying to get the pipe? <laughs> to which the woman replies, "Yeah, winky face, hearty uh, heart eye face." That's uh, that's J.R. Smith's DMs, a modern love story, guys. Yeah, match match made in heaven. That's a great exchange. It worked, right? <laughs> <laughs> These are some J.R. Smith stories I had to cut. You know, there was too many too many truths already. J.R. Smith was suspended for throwing soup at a member of the Cavs staff. Right, just yep. happened this past week. J.R. Smith rides a hoverboard into the locker room during the NBA Finals. Yep. J.R. Smith went seemingly in the entire summer of 2016 without a shirt on and then sold a T-shirt of his torso you know, without a shirt on. Uh, he once drove a $450,000 armored truck to dinner in New York City. Uh, you know, plus he unties people's shoes, eats cotton candy on the bench. Tweets pictures of naked uh, porn stars. The list goes on and on. Are you saying, yeah, he's basically a nonstop bachelor party? Two truths and a lie. James Harden edition. Oh, wow. (laughs) Another man who knows how to have a good time. Okay, so here we go. Which one is, is a lie? James Harden has a banner with his likeness hanging in a Houston strip club. 
Rapper Lil B placed a curse on James Harden during the 2015 playoffs for stealing his dance and refusing to credit him. Mm. James Harden used to fly strippers into Oklahoma City from his native L.A. because Oklahoma strippers weren't up to his standards. I would say the last one, the flying in. That is correct. That is correct. Well done. He does love his strippers, but he was only on a rookie contract back in Oklahoma. (laughs) I mean, I could believe it, but that was a tough one. (laughs) Probably the best bachelor party movie, or one that's up there, is uh, The Hangover. Since Steven is a Warriors fan, he lives in San Francisco down here for the party. We've asked him to recast the movie The Hangover Mm -hmm. using Warriors players. Now, I imagine, you know, if you were going to do a Warriors version of The Hangover movie, I think it would be Steph Curry that uh, that goes missing. He's the one getting married, and his friends, you know, know Aisha's going to kill him, kill them all if they don't bring back Steph, you know, in time for his wedding. So if you're going to cast, you know, the Bradley Cooper, Zach Galifianakis, and Ed Helms characters, Stephen, who would you put in those roles? Uh, all right. Well, this took a little uh, thought. But uh, for the Bradley Cooper Phil character, I picked uh, Draymond Green just because he's kind of a dick and pushes the envelope and encourages nice. people to do bad behavior. <laughs> and I feel like that character Phil would also Snapchat his own dick and send it to someone by accident. <laughs> Fred Helms' character Stu, I picked Andre Iguodala. Uh, just because he seems like he'd be trying to do the right thing, but they'd just get steamrolled by everyone else. He'd be like, guys, come on, we really... And then just have to follow with uh, with everyone else's, what they're doing. And then for Zach Galifianakis, uh, his character Alan, it took a little time, actually, for me to think of someone. But I picked Clay Thompson. He's a little mm. quiet for the character overall, but he has this kind of dumb look on his face. Doesn't yeah. really know what's going on. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, I picked uh, Clay for that. As far as uh, Mr. Chow, I picked uh, Steve Kerr. Because he seems like he acts like he knows more than everyone else on the team. Uh-huh. And I'm sure he has uh, some good uh, party days from back when he was with the Bulls. And uh, lastly, for Mike Epps' character, I picked Zaza Pachulia. Just because he's kind of oblivious, but has an occasional like old Georgian wisdom you know, pop out every <laughs> once in a while. That wouldn't surprise me, but that's about it. That's the extent of what he can offer uh, this situation. So that was my, uh, my cast. Yeah, I could totally see uh, Clay Thompson thinking it'd be funny to roofie everybody on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to bring him over to China, maybe. When he's quiet, <laughs> yeah. When he's quiet, he's trying to do all those blackjack numbers in his head too. I, yeah. So Nick was the best man. He was in charge of planning this whole weekend of uh, fun and debauchery. He's also a Portland Trailblazers fan. We're okay. going to uh, a Blazers game tonight, actually. Versus all right. the Clippers. You're already married, but let's say you're you're having an, another bachelor party. Sure. And you can have any Portland Trailblazer throughout all history throw this party for you. Who do you think would be the best man for this job? The throughout history, um, there was kind of one name that clearly stuck out as uh, through the Jailblazer era, and that was uh, Damon Stoudemire. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he got caught a couple times doing stuff, but uh, uh, he was trying to smuggle weed on a plane. Right. Got caught, right? So why did he get caught? I don't know. Because it was wrapped in aluminum foil. <laughs> yeah. That's why he got caught. He went through the metal detector. Yeah, he got uh, caught because it was wrapped in aluminum foil. Smart guy. Uh, the point is, though, he really was trying to get something done, and I feel like he would put his best effort into planning this bachelor party. <laughs> got to have weed at the bachelor party. Or what if you had to pick a, a current blazer? So I feel like the the Blazers are pretty straight straight edge right now. Yeah. Uh, the definite most interesting character is uh, Evan Turner. 
Uh, I think he would just be fun to have around, laughing the whole bachelor party, making jokes, and saying whatever comes into his head. <laughs> Plus, so. he, he got that new contract, so he'll just spend the money Ooh, that's left true. and right. I didn't even think of that. If someone was going to get arrested at this bachelor party, what Portland Trailblazer would it be? Out of the two names uh, <laughs> I mentioned, uh, <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a longer list if you brought some of his friends, uh, but I would say uh, Damon Stoudemire uh, would uh, also probably be the first to get arrested. Bonzi Wells. Uh, high on the list. <laughs> yeah. uh, Rashid, you know, we, we, could go, we could go a while. All right, so more categories for this bachelor party game. We got food, sex, gambling, and liquor. Naturally. That's all, all you need for a man's <laughs> bachelor party. So the food category, Stephen, if you're going to throw soup on any member of your family at your, at your wedding coming up, who's it going to be? How would you throw the soup? And if you got to pick, you know, what kind of soup would you throw? All right. Well, uh, strangely enough, the person I picked is your wife, my sister. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I would throw soup at her because it would be hilarious. Uh, how I do it, I'd like get on a ladder really high and just pour it like death from above or carry style, flat. And uh, well, the soup I picked isn't really soup, but I figure it would work is uh, Texas chili. Oh, oh it's hearty, wow. soup. hearty soup. You know, yeah. a nice red color can ruin whatever she's wearing and maybe be spicy, burn her eyes a little bit. It'd be hilarious. Man, this this got real. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting a nice chicken noodle on someone, oh, but no. no. Uh, you guys have played the game uh, Fuck, Marry, Kill before. That's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, a really mature game where you uh, you have three different people, right? And you got to pick who you're going to uh, spend the rest of your life with, who is you know just there for uh, you know, the amusement of your genitals, and then, of course, who you're going to kill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to be playing the NBA edition here. So first question, DeMarcus Cousins, Anthony Davis, Drew Brees. I just said, fuck DeMarcus Cousins. I kind of knock him down a peg. <laughs> kill Anthony Davis. Sorry, I had to kill someone. And marry Drew Brees. He's very charming. He's very charming. He seems like a nice guy. <laughs> Good family, man. Got that awesome birthmark on his face. It's awesome. He, you, did you see that clip when he went on, was it Oprah, who said, oh, you have something on your face? <laughs> yes, I did see yeah. that. <laughs> did you see that, Bob? A little schmutz. Yeah, schmutz, she's yeah. like, oh, you have something on your face. He's like, oh, no, that's just there. <laughs> that's just my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But what if you had to pick between your Portland white big men? Yes. <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic, Myers Leonard, and Zach Collins. Yeah, I actually have a friend who uh, would always give me a hard time about Portland big white centers. <laughs> Clear obsession with them. Let's see here. So I would uh, fuck Nurk. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, his girlfriend's very attractive. Oh. Uh, and he uh, he wore a shirt with her to a couple games. Uh-huh. Uh, it says, like, my girlfriend or something on it. Just making it clear. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, maybe she, maybe she comes along. I don't know. Uh, Package deal. <laughs> Uh, I would marry Zach Collins because uh, he's been playing great lately, uh, surprisingly great, and uh, I hope that trend continues. And I'd kill Myers Lemon. Uh, he <laughs> That's the nickname we have for him in our fantasy league <laughs> because uh, a lot of promise, and he's clearly just a lemon, not uh, not living up to it. You know, fun story about having a uh, T-shirt with someone's face on it is 
in Bosnia and Herzegovina, that's how you legally marry someone. You put, their, <laughs> you put their face on a T-shirt and uh, it's done. The liquor portion of the uh, bachelor party game, guys. What NBA player would be impossible to beat in a drinking game? Uh, I picked J.R. Smith, the guy we've just been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he just seems like he can handle his booze and do a lot of it. Yeah, I don't think I could hang with J.R. Smith. You know who seems like a drinker is uh, Nikola Jokic. I have known nothing about I just, by look, by sheer look. He's a big dude. He's pretty soft in the midsection. You got to go for anyone who's Andre the Giant-esque. Who would you bet to win and perform the night after partying like we just did this past weekend? I picked again. Well, it depends. If it was current players, it was J.R. Smith again. But uh, non-current, non non-active players, I picked Dennis Rodman. So could probably do it. Yeah. He didn't even need to really make any baskets either. So. No. All right, so Kevin Love is invited to LeBron James and Kyrie Irving's bachelor parties on the same night. <laughs> Which party is Kevin Love going to go to? He's not going to either, Bob. He's going to stay home because he knows he's just going to get made fun of at either of them. He's going to stay home in like footed onesie pajamas with a big bowl of popcorn watching like a stupid rom-com. That's exactly what I see him doing. Brilliant. That's great. What if uh, Draymond's invited to Kevin Durant and Steph Curry's party on the same night? Where would Draymond go? Depends on if uh, Steph and Aisha have like a dual. Have you heard of these dual bachelor or bachelorette parties that really happen like at the same time? Oh, that sounds like something that Steph Curry would do. Yeah, yeah, right? totally, totally yeah, I think, yeah. super lame. <laughs> so that being said, I think Draymond would make like a quick early appearance and just bounce and then go kick it with uh, KD and just because he needs something much more stimulating than just bowling or. You know, painting class where you paint is, you know, you drink and you paint. A cruise uh, around the bay. Yeah. Cruise around the bay. He needs, like, uh, you know, strippers and Snapchat and dicks. <laughs> well, thanks for playing the Bachelor Party game, guys. Now's our time of the episode where we break down our diss of the week. Yo, mama is so fat. got a few uh, choice candidates this week. Uh, first off, we have effusive non-tampering praise from, uh, from Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic tweeted, thank you at The Rock for stopping by and giving our Lakers players an inspirational message before taking the court tonight. Hashtag Lakers genius talks. Okay. He just called Dwayne The Rock Johnson a genius. Well, he will be president one day, so. <laughs> uh, you know, I always like the trash talk scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, simple. I wasn't very good at trash talking back in the day, so that's what I would say when we were winning anyway. Scoreboard. So far, since the uh, Blake Griffin trade to the Pistons, the Pistons are 7-11. and 11. The Clippers, 12-5. and 5. Oh, man, scoreboard. Scoreboard in your face, Blake. I don't know if you saw, but the Denver Nuggets and L.A. Lakers had some beef this past week the past couple of games have ended with uh, technical fouls and shouting matches the first game the lakers played against the nuggets jamal murray kind of dribbled around lonzo ball as the last few seconds of the game were finishing up and then the game last week back in denver jamal murray yelled at the lakers bench you know just in celebration for their their nuggets win luke walton didn't take too kindly to that sure had to be held back by the refs. Lakers had their revenge this past week, but Will Barton doesn't think any of it is uh, as worth talking about. In fact, he called the hyped-up beef suburban beef. Oh, wow. That's what Will Barton thinks about it. (laughs) 
whose lawn is greener than the others, that type of beef. The winner of the diss of the week this week actually came from the YouTube comment sections of The Bolchler with Robin <laughs> Lopez. I can't wait. Uh, this user wrote, in case you were wondering what Robin Lopez was doing while benched, He's making middle school level bachelor remakes where he gets cock blocked by Benny the Bull. You burnt Robin Lopez. Somehow I think of everyone who could get dissed, Robin Lopez would mind the least. On the next episode of Brick House. We got my dad coming back into Oh wow, that. I didn't know yeah. this. Next week he'll be on the episode. He's been watching all of the Rockets games this year in preparation for us to talk about dick picks and wow. you know, nothing uh, really basketball related. This is great. I'm going to have uh, probably another 15 aspirin um, before <laughs> the, the day is over. Thanks so much for the, the bachelor party. Best man and groom for coming on the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. It was great. Uh, we'll talk to you on the next episode <laughs> of Brick House. <laughs>